Better work presentations are possible. They're called Canva presentations. You can supercharge your work decks with Canva presentations. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Just start with a prompt and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides in seconds or with a stunning template and add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from their massive media library. You save time and you wow your audience. Mm -hmm. I have never made one of these presentations and I never will, but there's a reason why Canva (laughs) is used by 90% of the Fortune 500 companies. 90%. That's a lot of percent. Yeah, let's get it to 100%, guys. Come on. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations by heading to canva.com. Designed for work. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, you know you personalize your entire day. That's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. That's a lot of Bs. Yeah. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. That's important. You want an affordable price. Yeah, I do want one. Yeah, if it's too much, well, that's just not going to happen. No. (laughs) State Farm's on it. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. I'm lowering my voice. Mm, Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Hello, this is Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Deep Dive with Dana Carvey. Hey, Dana. Glad to be here, Conan. It's a six-part miniseries where I, Conan O'Brien, along with occasional help from my assistant, Sonam Obsessian. Hi. And my producer, Matt Gorley. Hi. Go deep into the weeds with one of my favorite comedians and friends, Dana Carvey. Enjoy. Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walk and lose, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I've had the privilege of uh, taping how many Conan O'Brien episodes? 36 at this point. Each one of them perfection, I'm told. The point is, I interviewed one gentleman who's been a really good friend of mine for years and who I've always regarded as uh, possibly the funniest person alive. And we had such an amazing time that when the interview was over... I was enraged that it had stopped. And then we aired the episode and the universal complaint was, what happened? Why did that only last an hour? (laughs) Sounds like my wedding night. (laughs) I'm so unfunny. (laughs) But here he is in person because here's the plan. Mm -hmm. His name is Dana Carvey and uh, we're just messing around. Yeah. Doing whatever comes to mind. Unbelievably fun. It's really fun. You know, one of the things that I wanted to mention was we started to do it when we talked on our initial podcast Mm -hmm. and it was really fun. And I was just trying to set you up and stay out of the way. Right. But it was, um, you had this great idea, which is that uh, Paul McCartney can Mm -hmm. speak to John Lennon Right. John Lennon's in the afterlife. Paul McCartney can speak to him. John doesn't know what's going on in 2019. Right. So Paul has to try and explain it to him. Yeah. And uh, to help you do it, I, I try to do a John. I'm not an impressionist like you, but I just try and do 
Isn't he? Is it's kind of a? <laughs> is he? Well, yeah. Help me out. With the John. No, that's it. I but mean, it, it's, it's sort of like it's just it, a nasal. It's and nasally, a and it's a yeah. little more like well, it's okay. And Paul's it. kind of the bass guy, right down here. Right. We will. We will. We what will. are you talking about, Paul? That kind of thing. Yeah. And I have a little bit of an edge. I'm a little. I'm a little impatient. A little impatient because little, you, you can't see, but we were mates. We were lads, as you can recall, John. I remember. Yeah. We yeah. had we had a bit of a competition. Yeah. What's happening on Earth, uh, Paul? Tell me. I, they don't tell me up here. I don't get the papers. Well, you know, America, you know, they have a new president. We're talking about the big orange man with the white circles around What do you mean there's an orange man as president? What the fuck are you talking about, Paul? Well, he just has an orange hue to him. You know, he's like sort of a tangerine tone, you know. Is he ill? Does he have an illness? No, he doesn't. You know, we don't know how he does it, whether he applies it or he's in a booth or something. But and this man's the president of the United States? He leads the whole thing. You know, he's 300 pounds. He's, he's orange. And large. You're not making sense, Paul. I don't understand. That large orange man is president of the United He's States. He's got swirly cotton candy hair, and every day around four or five little purpley sparks. If you look close, green and purple sparks come out of his head. I'm not sure I understand, but uh, so this man's the president. What else is going the whole, on? The whole world loves him. Kanye West loves him. What's a Kanye West? <laughs> He's a person, you know, he's a singy-talker. We did a little singy-talker. Well, is he a musician like we? Uh, like... Sort of. He's, he's, he's like does a... He ha- sh- does he have a group? Does he have a group? No, he just he just goes about with a rhyming about himself. He's like a chest slumper. He talks about how great he is. Remember when you said we were more popular than Jesus? He thinks he is Jesus. And does he get in trouble the way I did? Well, he gets in a bit of, you know, he gets in a bit of a thing for being, you know, a supporter of the Trumpy man, you know. People go, what? Is he doobly doobly? And that's, doobly. The, that's the orange man you're talking about. Yeah, they think he's like all goobly goobly up inside, you know. But, you know, he's, he's a good guy. He's, he's got a terrific wife, you know, by the name of Kim Kardashian. And that's his wife, is Kim Kardashian. That's, that's the chest thumper. No, she's married to the chest thumper. She's married to the chest thumper, right? Yeah, and that's she, what I fucking said. I said she's married to the fucking chest thumper, Paul. Right, you're not she, listening again. You didn't do this. And, you didn't listen on the White Album. You don't listen now. That's why we had fucking problems. You've always been a bit cheeky, John. You know, you said, the only time you said you liked my music was here, there, and everywhere. That's I'll never forget it. Yeah, I got a little choked up. I get a little vapory with it, you know, with feeling a compliment. We always loved you, John, you know. You're getting a little sentimental on me, I Paul. get a little sentimental. But Kim Kardashian, you know, she makes a living with a bottom. It's very unique. How does Yanni make a living with a bottom? It's not a normal bottom. It's a bottom 2.0. It's like God made a fanny and attached a person as an afterthought. <laughs> And, you know, she takes pictures of her bottom. Wait a minute. Someone takes pictures of their own bottom? Well, but a woman takes pictures of her own bottom? Because in, se- in the future, we all have the baby televisions in our pocket. Paul, you know. you've, you've lost me completely. Well, you're, saying the, you're saying that the wife of the chest thumper has a, is an all bottom, a bottom, she's an extra a, bottom, she's got an extra and she bottom. takes pictures of it with a mini telephone? Yes, she takes pictures of it. And whole family, they're getting rich taking pictures of their bottom. Everyone's <laughs> taking pictures of their bottoms. One gentleman got so Frustrated, he became a woman. How do you do that? Well, if he just dresses a woman, is that what he does? Well, I don't know. I don't know if he's gone all doobly doobly full course meal downstairs. <laughs> but on the surface, he's got a little dressy on with some little pumpy things and lipstick. He used to be a great athlete, but now he's a she. I've been listening to you for five minutes, Paul. You haven't made sense once. 
You're saying that a man turned into a woman? Yes, it's in 2019. And you're saying that someone took pictures of their giant bum bum with a uh, television that goes in their pocket? It's a dystopian world, I'm sure. And there's an orange man that runs the world? Yes, it's a crazy world, And he's got a candy cane on the top of his head? He's got candy cane with little sparks coming out of it, John. And you're saying that people don't write music anymore, they just tell rhymes about how good they are? They don't, they just... (laughs) Yeah, they just 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 stumper it. Oh, I could do this, oh, I could do that, oh, I'm this, oh, I could do that. And that's how they do it, and the young people love it, you know. But everybody's on social media, talking to each other. What's social media? It's a place where you share your life with the world, you know, and you talk, you know, you take pictures of your life, you make it seem so incredible. And everyone looks at it and goes, what's all that? They're on a yacht. Why am I not on a yacht? You know, and people are getting all despairy and they're popping pills and feeling all bad about themselves. So they're writing letters to each other and they're showing these pictures? <laughs> no, you go on your baby television. You click on something, say, Instagram, instead of a telegram. And people take a picture of themselves and say, here I am. And if they've got a good bomber, they're a bikini, or a particularly nice-looking gal, she can monetize it, make a lot You mean a bird? Run. A bird, a gal, a squiggler, a dobbler, you know, one with a kugler. You know, you know when you said Liverpool, we pick up the boongas. Oh, we have Remember? the good, all the boongas. Oh, the boongas. We take oh, them in the back nice of the kingos. Remember behind the dumpster? She's dumpster? got a pair of the gingas and the bongas. Yeah, we, so we were, you Just know. a little dobbly on the shub-jub. You're a little goobly-obbly. All down in the doobly-doob. It's the first time you've made sense to me, Paul. <laughs> Oh, sorry, John. You know, you got to come back one of these days. Well, they you're, don't really allow it. Once you're, you're here, Jesus. you're not allowed to come back. Well, well, we'll see you soon. I don't know. I came back one time. No one recognized me. But I remember one time, you know, we used to get really with the birds, you know, in the back of the limo, you know. Yeah, you can't days. do that anymore. Oh, you're you not know? allowed to get on with no, the birds in the back of a limo? No, if you say something that's a little bit wobbly, you know, you can't be out in society anymore. You go to a place called Predator Island. <laughs> They're all herded on an island. What, and, who's on Predator? Island. Well, everybody's out there. Harvey Weinstein, the big movie producer, Charlie Rose, who's out there, who, you know, had a robe that was open, so he had to go. Wait a minute, because... <laughs> Woody Allen's out there. You know, you remember him with the oh, movies? Oh, uh, yeah, in the movies. Had the glasses. The glasses and the thing and the... <laughs> They're all out there, you know, on Predator Island. That was awesome. There's a bootleg, I think, where they're not getting along, and it's one of those outtakes. Yeah. And uh, they're kind of messing around, and then Paul is trying to get them back on track, and Paul just says, all right, everybody, back to the drudgery. And there's a pause, and then you just, (laughs) you hear John lose it. He just goes, all right, everyone, back to the drudgery. And then there's a pause, and then you just hear... Well, you're the one that's fucking making it drudgery. Doesn't have to be drudgery. <laughs> you're like, oh my god. Oh yeah, and there's her. a new movie coming out about the. They got all the found footage from Let It Be, and they're right. reconstituting gonna, it. Oh, so yeah. there's. Wow. But George Harrison said about John. He said he, he he made us fierce. You know, they needed Lennon for that, and Paul. I mean, it's just still is the story of all time. You're yep. a fan, right? Oh, super fan. Yeah, I know. We could talk about that all day. This is you know. a funny thing about the Beatles. I listen to the Beatles channel, uh, Sirius, all the time. You know, okay, I listen to that. And they always play clips of different ones, different Beatles over time, mm-hmm. giving their just their reminiscences, and they're pretty interesting. And then Ringo's will always be, especially the ones from later, most recently. His things are just like, uh, we played Shea Stadium. There we, we landed in the parking lot, and then we went inside and played. <laughs> you're like, you're like, not a lot happening. That's not adding anything to the conversation. His stories really are, you know, what was it like at the Cavern Club? Well, it was in a cavern. We went downstairs. And then, it's uh, just there perfunctory was, there information. Was a, yeah, and we set up and we played, and then we left. 
and it was called the cavern. You're like, all right, that's not helping me. <laughs> well, it's uh, which it's just lends itself to Paul dealing with being who he is. You know that he downplays it, and that's what's always been funny to but, me. But you know, it's funny that it's very hard for Paul McCartney to just say, "Yes, I was it's, part of the greatest thing that ever happened in show business." Right. He can't say that, but he goes too far the other way. We were just a little band. Yeah. That, you know, we just made a couple of tunesy-woonsies and then off we went. <laughs> I know. And he's like, John and I, you know, we we were mates, but we had a competition. You know, so he goes, he comes up with Strawberry Fields. I go to the fields, do 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 You know, it's a great little tune, you know. And I thought, well, that's where he grew up, you know. So I got Penny Lane. I'm on Penny Lane. Cling, 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 do do You know, <laughs> so we had, you know, we had Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields. Just be like, hey, hey, wait on, hold on. He had I'm Only Sleeping. Hold on, hold on. Let me see what I'm coming with. Ellen Rigby has a job with a face. A do-do-do, a do-do-do. <laughs> you know, and there's a nice little tune. I love that he know. doesn't even know his own songs. <laughs> right. Has it's a just, face, has a face, and it's a tune, and a goodly-do. But it's <laughs> like 21st century pop masterpiece. It was a cute, it was a cute little number. Ellen Rigby, do-do-do-do-do. You know, it was a nice little album, you know. With a dear prudence, I'm prudence, you got the prudence, you know, it was a great little song. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, it's, he's so brilliant, it's just the throwaway. It's like Kubrick going, you know, I made a little 2001, you know, the models, whoop de boo there we go, go to the moon, here to do. <laughs> you know, it's like, and like, you, you could say it, Conan O'Brien, you know, 30,000 hours of incredible comedy over three decades, do be do and do 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 What? No one would understand See me. how I snuck in a compliment? That was nice. You've given me so many hours. You uh, joy. you love doing uh, British actors. You know? Love them. You yeah. love British actors. You love, uh, I know you love Michael Caine. I really just, the key to Caine is nasal. But everybody knows he walks down. But <laughs> if, you, if you go very nasal... <laughs> you go very slow. I, I like to say, coded. When I, I I came on your show, in your first year, <laughs> and I'd done a picture with Ellen Balkin where I played a detective, and um, I, I went on and I'd not seen you yet on the show. And I have to say, as the British would say, you were dead from the neck up. <laughs> uh, you, weren't, you weren't batting with a full wicket. And I, I, I enjoyed it, and I'm glad you went on to great things, but that was the way I choke like this. And what I do uh, sometimes <laughs> is Michael Caine as a kin- in kindergarten. Uh-huh. I like to eat paste. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know why, but I eat things in the classroom. My mother doesn't make me a proper lunch. I, I once chewed on a hula hoop for a couple of weeks, and I ate my way through a tennis ball before I ate first grade. I, 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 I chewed my desk down to the nubs, and the, uh, the teacher says, where's your desk? And I, I said, well, I, I ate it over a nine-month period with the splinters and all the different intestinal combinations. It, it was fit for my parents taking me to the doctor. So no, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there, California. <laughs> California, Sona. No matter where California. you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. 
I'm a California resident. So are you. Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching. You can go hiking in Yosemite. And then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want. They got it in California. Hey, if you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. This has meaning for me, okay? Because I grew up as a child obsessed. My brothers and I were obsessed with sugar cereals. We loved Cap'n Crunch. And then when they came out with Cap'n Crunch and Crunch Berries, oh. I just, it was like Oppenheimer. <laughs> I saw a white light and I knew that life had changed forever. And true story, I was just back in Boston visiting my brother, Neil. And not kidding, he is two years older than me. We are grown-ass adults. What do we do? We sit down at our kitchen table in Brookline, Mass., and we both crack open a box of Captain Crunch with Crunch oh Berries. My God. And we had it together, multiple bowls. And I was so happy. Oh, it's nice that you have that. It really is. Break away from the ordinary with Captain Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but I've got to tell you, it's just such a sense memory for me. Not just original Captain Crunch, which is great. Then, oops, all berries yeah, they came up with. I remember that. Usually I don't eat foods that have oops in the title. <laughs> But when they came up with Oops All Berries, I was there. Peanut butter. Oh, my God. Peanut butter crunch is fantastic. It turns the milk into this cool peanut butter milk. I love it. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. That's a word now. Buy Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Neil, we made it! <laughs> Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT, introducing ADT Self Setup, featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cam and the Nest Doorbell with a battery or wired option. Your choice. Easily install the ADT Self Setup security system at your convenience. You don't need heavy-duty tools. And if you do need help, ADT can provide virtual assistance along the way. Self Setup from ADT grows, moves, and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time, and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. It also features Nest Cams that can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest Doorbell, even a package. These things are getting so smart. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just one quick tap. Now everyone can get trusted security from ADT installed your way with no long-term contracts. When the most trusted name in home security as the intelligence of Google, well, <laughs> you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are all trademarks of Google LLC. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. Sounds pretty good, huh? Doesn't it, Sona? I, I like that. Yeah, you like it. This means you can earn on what you want, like 
trying out the new workout class mm. and uh, 2% cash rewards and what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. You're always asking about a foam roller. Yeah, I love to work out. And use a foam roller. And That's the beauty. Foam it up. That's foam it up. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. I don't know where they come up with these things. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. The, the other thing about British actors, as a segue here, British actors who play Nazis. Yes. And don't bother to change their accent. Yes. <laughs> Those are the best. Because then they kind of seem to overemphasize that they're Nazis. Now, see here. I'm a Nazi through and through. <laughs> Nobody loves Hitler like I do. Well, I'm a Nazi as well. I'm Nazi to the core. What about you, Siegfried? I'm a Nazi, all right. My wife has a wedding ring in the shape of a swastika. That's how Nazi I am. Munich, Stuttgart, I know all the towns. Yes. Hey, here comes Hitler. Hello, hello. <laughs> well, James... Oh, I'm the leader of the James, Free Reich, I am, I am. James Mason played Rommel, right? That was his Yes, same yeah, thing. James Mason played yes, Rommel. James, yeah. James Mason. I'm a Nazi, god damn it. <laughs> Did he make any attempt? He made no attempt. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Also, British actors can play anything. You... British actors play Romans all the time, too. You know, like yes. if, they, if they do a movie about Rome or anything, they're always, oh, I dare say. Well, I also thought that you could do Richard Burton if you just take the Lennon uh, tone. That was sort of like him mm-hmm. for Richard Burton. So. You, you used to teach me how, because I don't know. Le- Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, our armies will crush our armies. I don't know what if I'm doing Robin Leach or John Lennon. I don't know. I'll just do it as John Lennon. <laughs> but yeah, those British actors just were, you know. They can play anything. They Doesn't do anything. Matter. And they have great accents. It's amazing how they do American accents. And we can't do the same, can we? Ours are a little. What, what's your best? I mean, if you do just a basic British accent, can you make it in London? I don't think. Uh, no, I, don't, I could not. Not in a second. Just, I, I, the one time I effectively, someone was kind of following me around once uh, in an airport <laughs> and I never do this. I'm real friendly with right. everybody, but something about this guy just was like creeping me out a little bit. And he finally just came up to me and he went, you're Conan O'Brien, right? And I just went into like, uh, I don't know if I was doing Irish or what, mm. but I, I just was like, um, uh, no, uh, you, you don't have oh. the right the right guy, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I've heard of the Conan O'Brien, but I, I did. And the guy went, oh, I'm so sorry. And he walked away. Wow. But then he, he kept creeping around and then he saw someone else come up who was nice and I took a picture with that person, and he came up and he went, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I guess you really fucking made a fool after, out of me. Huh? And I was like, shit. Oh, after oh, I no. saw Christopher Guest in Spinal Tap, I tried to play blackjack with his accent. And I, I did make it through. I wasn't on TV then. Is that so true? I, but the main thing, uh, well, now I'm doing Michael Caine. It was just sort of like, uh, it's one higher, like that. I could all, um, I'll bet this, all right. And they go, where are you from? You know, from I'm from uh, Berkshire. About thirty miles south, you know. If you just have to do it subtle, because you usually go way over the top, and then they know. That's how they know. Someone was telling me I was just in Australia, and a woman was trying to teach me how to speak. That's a tough accent. That's a really hard accent. And one of the things she told me is you have to let the back of your, it has to come from the back of your jaw, and the back of your jaw and your throat have to be a little paralyzed, meaning 
Yes. You can't enunciate that. It comes from like, yeah, it's going to have, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I couldn't do it. God, I had it perfect like two years ago. I watched an Australian show, but it, it um, they put like flat. three syllables in the word no, like no, nah. like that. It's insane. <laughs> it's yeah. all right. It goes back to that. Yeah, back yes. in the back of your back of your throat. Back Cannon, throat. we love you, Dan, here in Australia. <laughs> and then if you go too far, you're doing Jack Kennedy. I believe that this I, nation. <laughs> you know what I used to do? And I say to you, I saw a world news uh, newspaper. It was like National. <laughs> on acid. This was like in the 80s or something. And it was Hitler, Elvis, and the two Kennedys. And they said they were still alive. Mm-hmm. So I used to do that to amuse <laughs> friends that were smoking Can we hear a little for that? hours. Um, eh, eh, eh. Well, what are you going to do, Bobby? Hold on. Hey, what you, <laughs> what's Hitler doing over there? He's 120 for crying out loud. Uh, I'm going to teach uh, Adolf uh, to uh, speak. <laughs> Adolf, uh, see, spot, run. Shout <laughs> divi Titans fighting! <laughs> I know. See, shout! <laughs> oh, come on, Bobby. We've been, you've been teaching for 45 years. Ever we snuck down in this bunker and we took that anti-aging thing that Word of Von Braun invented. <laughs> Now I'm going to put a dress on and go get some Dunkin' Donuts. Anyone want to come, Jack? I will not go to the top service with you at this time. I don't do it because it's easy. I do it because it's hard. Shouts to be dying. When are we going to leave this bunker? I'm sick of being down here. 2019. Why? Damn, I can't even do it. Why, why, is, why is JFK working so hard to teach Hitler how to speak English? Well, it was, it was technically JFK's here and Bobby was more down here. Elvis, I can do it. Let me just try again. Uh, Adolf, say, uh, say Adolf. Shout <laughs> out Adolf. Shout <laughs> Bobby, it just ain't working. It ain't never going to work. Now, we're going to have a visit later on from Jimmy Stewart and Richard Nixon. They live in a parallel bunker. (laughs) They're coming down now. Yeah, well, what's going on here? Well, what's Hitler doing here? (laughs) What the hell? I mean, I faked my death with Richard Nixon, but I didn't think Hitler would still be here. (laughs) What do you got to say? Shout to me, Titan! I feel like I got to stab him. I believe it. Anyway, I used to do parallel bunkers, and Regis, Regis was actually still alive and just knew everybody. Hey, everybody, can I bring you a sandwich? <laughs> anyway, I love these time-traveling bunkers you've got out here. I love that he's very congenial. He's just trying to, like, <laughs> still does Regis. Hitler want a sandwich? Does, uh, does JFK want anybody a sandwich? Anybody want a sandwich? What are you going to shout the line? <laughs> I mean, that's something you would do. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. I love. I love... I love taking all those people that don't belong together and shoving them. Well, in I do. Space. I do have addendums. I have additions to. Uh, we did um, in our very first one. We did a thing called Predator Island, and yeah. I have a couple additions. Oh, okay. But we should probably. But the, set the it theme up. of Predator Island is that this is Which, there's one island mm-hmm. where everyone in the Me Too movement, everyone who's been yeah. uh, sort of kicked out of ostracized. show business, ostracized yeah. during the Me Too movement, they yeah. all live on one island. One island, and there's it's maybe an ABC TV show. But, <laughs> Bill Cosby meets you at the dock. They let him out of prison, and Arnold is the host. Because why not? You know. Sure. Welcome to Predator Island. Would you like a pill? <laughs> yeah, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Welcome to Predator Island. We got Harvey Weinstein and Charlie Rose on the mountains. We're gonna hunt them in the night. But right now, look. 
coming to the jungle. It's Woody Allen. Woody, what are you doing here? Yeah, great. I, you know, I made my stepdaughter. Now the Sinatra lookalike's got my scalp. <laughs> Run, Woody. Run away. Wait, wait, he's telling Woody to run away? <laughs> yes, because I'm programmed to kill, but I like you. I like Hannah and the sisters' movie. So run in the jungle. Would you like a pill? Not now, Cosby. I just had a protein shake. Stop with the pills. I don't want the pill for crying out loud. Let's go to Cheetah's Cove with Lori Loughran and Mosamo Garavara. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his name is. And look, in Racist Lagoon, we have Rosenbaugh, <laughs> Megan Kelly, and the new arrival, Liam Neeson. Oh, no. It was the time of the troubles. <laughs> I had a crazy urge to carry. Shut up, dive down and <laughs> breathe through some baboon, because I've got an AK 47. I've got skills that I've acquired over a period of time. Anyway. Oh, no, Arnold, uh, Woody's oh. back. Woody's back. <laughs> run! Run, Woody, run! I'm a trained killer, run! Your scrawny little body has an advantage. Scamper up the hill, through the brambles, and into the high crest rocks. I hunt you in the night. That's fantastic. That There'll pitch, be more. How did that pitch go over at Netflix with the Obamas? That's something that's not, not kind of in the brand of what we want to do. We want to do good, positive shows. And that's a little negative. I don't know about an island with people all crazy on it and Arnold chasing them down with a machine gun. Bill Cosby trying to force a pill on everyone on the island. I don't know the dump. Okay, uh, Mr. Obama, at the end, you just were making rhythmic noises. Don't know. Don't know. What? No, no, no. Are you okay, Mr. Obama? No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't want to. No, 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 He would be in the bunker, maybe with Hitler and Elvis. I'm glad to be here. The Kennedy brothers and Elvis and Hitler. Shouts if he died to find him. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's all. Shut the fuck up. I think Obama hey, would not uh, be taking any any uh, shit from Obama. Hitler. I think that's a little rude. He uh, had a, had a bad few years. He took the youth uh, pill that we took, and we taught him about American democracy and other things. That sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Fuck him. <laughs> Never liked Hitler. Call me crazy. Shouts to me, dynamite. Lot of aggression. Lot of aggression. Come on. Now. Well, yeah, Elvis and. Um, I used to do a bit where Obama sings Elvis, you know, because he can really sing. You know? uh -huh, uh -huh. On the I-95 in the pancake room, one night only, former President Barack Obama sings the best of a return to Sunder. I haven't rough unknown. Come on, everybody. I mean, there is a, they have that bass. They do bass have the bass. And Al Gore opens, you know. What? Al Gore opens Have I done my Al Gore? I want to, yeah, I want to do Al Gore opening. Well, Al Gore is, um. He has a one-man show that he uses to open for Barack Obama, and it's called <laughs> I Told You So. Mm -hmm. It's about climate change. Uh -huh. I told you, I told you, I told you we were getting hot. You believe me not. The seas are rising. I'm not hypnotizing. The ice is melting. We are sweltering. We are getting hot as shit you not. <laughs> And then he goes backstage and tells Obama how he thinks the crowd is. Well, there is a bachelorette party right up front, and they will not shut their mouth. They have had several courses of drinks, big fruity ones. All I think they even had a Bahama Mama that Johnny Carson used to drink, and they just will not shut their pie holes halfway through my song. I said goodbye, polar bear. That's my big ballad at the end. They just were yeah, right, right. Well, that's all right. I'll take them out. I'll do what I got to do. 
I'll don't. do my heckle line. I don't come to Jack of the Box and bother you when you're working. <laughs> That's my opener. That's what I'll do. I'll take them down. So Obama's got. Obama knows how to handle hecklers, doesn't he? Obama can make movies. He's he's a badass. He's oh, like yep. a superhero. He's a superhero. he's a superhero on our podcast. All right. I've uh, if I laugh anymore, I'm gonna have to go to the hospital uh, for all the best reasons. So. Man, something inside me broke. I'm so that was I laughed so hard. Thanks to everybody here. Um, you're a magical, I can't you're a believe magical man. We're, we're doing this and we're actually at work. Yes. Really? Well, I'll believe it when I see the check. <laughs> You'll be waiting a long time. Ooh, hello, Amazon Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Your products come to me before I even order them. <laughs> How are you ruling the world? Nicely done. All right. Uh, that's it for tonight's episode or today's episode. There's no time frame when you're on a podcast. Goodly do. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend with Sonam Obsessian and Conan O'Brien as himself. Produced by me, Matt Gorley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco and Chris Bannon and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Special thanks to Jack White for the theme song. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and the show is engineered by Will Beckton. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review featured on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 323-451-2821 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all sometimes have issues or things we need to talk about, get off our chest. I have that all the time. Don't you, Sona? I do. Yeah, and we need people to talk to. And we carry around different stressors. We carry big stressors. We carry small stressors. Uh, I was raised in a culture where you're supposed to kind of bottle it up. And I've learned over time that that's not the best thing to do. If you do let things rattle around in there for a while without talking it out, it can affect your life very negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. BetterHelp's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. A lot of people have a barrier towards getting therapy because they think, well, I don't know. I've got to find the person, talk to them. What if I? it's not a good match? I, then it's awkward. None of that. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Conan. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. I didn't know that. I didn't either. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. Interesting. Mm. That's why you need Robert Half. Yep. 
I don't think that's a person. That's the company. Okay, I was yeah. confused. Yeah, their specialized recruiting professionals engage with their proprietary AI. Welcome to connect businesses <laughs> of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing, and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. See, at Robert Half, they know talent. I wish I had had Robert Half back in the day oh, when I was hiring. Okay. So, no offense, Sona. Oh, it, it, I feel like you did mean to offend me. Yes, you wouldn't be here if I had had Robert Half. Okay. Visit roberthalf.com today. 